Yeah. Yeah, you're about to be 29, about to be 27. It's, dude, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Hey, it's is that time of the year. Is that gumbo or boomer? That's gumbo. Gumbo. <laughs> love your, uh, love your, uh, love the music of cats. But, uh, no, dude, I'm, this is the best time of the freaking year. Yes, it is. Let's get it. We have our birthdays. We have pretty much it started off spring break for us sometimes, you know, growing up, but that's pretty Let awesome. The madness begin. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Swampy Sports Podcast. Uh, this is, for, like you just heard in the intro, this is me and Judy's favorite week of the entire year. Granted, college football, that's our. That's our bread and butter, right? But this is the best time of the year. March freaking madness is back. We are going to be doing a ESPN bracket challenge to where the winner will actually get a hundred dollar fanatics gift card, which is going to be pretty dope. Whenever I use that to buy a bunch of Saints uh, that I desperately need now. So, uh, but no, we are going to be making our predictions on our bracket today. For that, me and JD, we have our we have our paper brackets, which. It's just so much better. It just feels amazing in your hands. You can you can make the noise, right? You can yep. sit there. Can't make any changes. We're using pen. JD, you using a pen? Oh man. All right. Making sure we're not gonna have Are you using a Sharpie though, Don? A Sharpie. Oh, look at that. That's more permanent than my uh than my OSS health uh com pen. So uh awesome guys. Well, hey, we're gonna jump right in. We're gonna be going from uh, each um, I guess you can say division, I guess is what it's called. Region. Sorry, region region there so we're going to start with the west where we start with the number one seed here we have gonzaga going up against georgia state to me this is a no-brainer gonzaga i think they are the best team in the country for a reason and i think it has to do with that freshman chet holbrook to be honest i'm gonna talk more about him as we get into some better games but gonzaga easy over georgia uh, georgia state yeah same here jerry timmy chet holgram just too much to handle for georgia state so i got gonzaga Perfect. All right. Next, uh, Jay, we're going to we're going to take turns. Like I pick first, then you pick second, but you pick first and I pick second. Oh, right. man, this so, one. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I love what Penny Hardaway has been doing with Memphis, but with the game being played in Oregon and last year, there not being a lot of no fans allowed and it was all held in one place. I, I'm going to go Boise State here because I think that they'll have the crowd advantage. And in my opinion, these teams are evenly matched because it is an 8-9 game. These are pretty much the toss-up games where back, brackets get busted right off the bat, 8-9. So I'm, I'm going to go Boise State just because of where the game's played at. No, I feel you. And again, I, I'm with you. I think, you know, they're pretty much evenly matched. But I, I'm taking Memphis in this one, actually. And, and the, the sole fact of, I think, what Penny, Hotto, uh, Penny Hardaway, rather, is doing over there in Memphis is he's turning that program around. Like They have – I remember, okay, he was doing some elite stuff, right, recruiting, stuff like that. But he's still getting those elite athletes to come to Memphis. And a lot of it is because of who he is and who those parents of those recruits definitely saw him play before he got injured. But – I'm taking Memphis on the sole athletic ability. I do believe Boise State is definitely the best rebounding team there, but I, I'm just picking Memphis on the sole fact of that. Um, pretty much, they're pretty. They're hot. They've won ten out of their last eleven games, ten and one during that mm -hmm. span. But I think one thing I noticed was when I saw them play Houston, 
even though they lost, I think one thing I noticed is that they were their depth, their bench right there is going to make a big difference in this game. So I think they have a lot more depth than Boise State. So I'm going to take Memphis. In this one. So already moving on, we have uh, UConn versus New Mexico State, and this is pretty easy for me. I'm just going to take Connecticut just because of the I'm just just because of the pageantry of UConn, right? Like you, you have Shabazz Napier, Kimber Walker. You have you know they always seem to have great guard play. To be honest, I haven't seen too much of UConn. Definitely haven't seen anything in New Mexico State. But I'm taking UConn in this one just because they can definitely recruit better basketball players in New Mexico State usually. So I'm going to go with the Huskies on this one. All right. Well, I'm actually going UConn as well. They have uh, really they have a lot of size. They're pretty big, pretty athletic. They beat Auburn earlier this year. Um, and they just had I think they're more battle tested for big dance than uh, New Mexico State is, even though New Mexico State did beat Washington State and Davidson. Um, I'm still I, – I'm right there with you, though. UConn, too much pageantry. They recruit better players. And like I said, they're they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got two uh, front court players that can match up with anybody. So, I'm going UConn. All right. All right, Jay, who we got next? Ooh. Man, do I want to do it right here? Do I want to do it? Vermont's been so close the past couple of years. I think we're on the same page. Past, past time they've made the tournament. But with that being said, Arkansas is hot. They've won, I think, the past, their past 17 games. and Before the tournament. They, before the tournament, for the SEC tournament, including when they beat Kentucky, they beat Auburn, they've beaten LSU three times, uh, and they even beat Tennessee once. I, so, as much as I want to take tough, the upset man. here, it's tough. I, I'm taking Arkansas. I can't go away okay. from the must bus. Okay, gotcha. Well, this is from a personal standpoint. I went and saw OU play Arkansas in Tulsa at the BOK Center, right, and the must bust you got kicked out because you're so upset how bad Oklahoma beat the shit out of Arkansas. That was mm-hmm. funny. But one thing about Arkansas, because again, like I've, I've watched the entire SEC tournament, I think. And one thing I noticed about Arkansas is really they are lacking in size, right? And again, I don't think they have to worry about that too much with Vermont. The big thing about Vermont and Arkansas, the biggest difference is the perimeter shooting. So Arkansas is really not that great at perimeter uh, on the perimeter there, but they do have a lot of athleticism, especially at the, uh, the backcourt, right? They have, yeah. uh, I forgot what the little guard name is, the guard's name. He's like, I can't believe he's a, so he's, he's pretty small, but he's one of the sh- most shifty athletic guys I've seen that entire SEC tournament. So I think mm-hmm. that definitely gives him the advantage, but God, give me the catamounts of Vermont. I think they're actually going to make the step to go into the second round this year. And I, the big reason why is because the turnover percentage that they have on defense. I think that they're going to get over the hump there, but then also they are an elite three-point shooting team, which Arkansas has struggled with uh, this year. So I'm going to take Vermont just on the sole fact that I think they're going to be hitting the threes there. And like you said, they've been so close lately that I think this is their time to at least make it into the second round. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking Vermont. I love it. All righty. <laughs> but next we have – uh, well, this is recorded before the playing games, right? So this one's going to be a little tough for me. Well, who do you have in Rutgers, Notre Dame? I have Rutgers. So I'm going to take Rutgers. I have Rutgers. 
I have Rutgers as well. Yeah, and Rutgers, they've seemed to kind of turn it on this year. Like, you hear all the, the big talking hits, and, you know, a big one was John Rossley that I heard about really talking Rutgers up, like possibly making a Sweet 16 run. So, really, I'm going off the fact of that, but I also saw them in a Big Ten tournament. I, I watched them, and I, I just really like – like, it just seems like one of those older veteran groups that really know how to play as a team. And that's something you're definitely going to need in March, right? But – so I'm going to take Rutgers against Alabama. All right. But my big thing here is uh, Alabama, just kind of like we we're talking about Vermont, different, you know, prestiges of schools, you know, size and stuff like that. It's definitely been on the cusp of being a really, really good basketball team this past couple of years with Colin Sexton, all that. Once he pretty much got them back on the level and they're still there. But give me the Scarlet Knights. Like, I don't like, I just feel that Rutgers, you know, this is, this is March Madness, right? There's going to be upsets, especially this 11 to 6, you know, seeding. I'm definitely going to take Rutgers because this isn't one of those, you know, very lower, you know, uh, you know, not power five conferences, but group of five, you know, whatever you use in football terms, right? Smaller conferences. Yeah. This isn't one of those. So this is a Big Ten team going up against an SEC team, and I'm going to take Rutgers in this one. Yeah, I'm actually – I got Rutgers beating Notre Dame, and I actually got Rutgers beating Alabama as well. Alabama coming in uh, losing three of their last four games, and I feel like they're just limping in. And Rutgers, as you said, they played very well in the Big Ten tournament. And I believe that the experience they had last year, having a bunch of players come back with that one win they had in the NCAA tournament, mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's enough to uh, give Alabama fits. So, and their defense is really well. So I'm, I'm actually right there with you. I'm actually taking Rutgers to win both games and advance to the second round. All right. All right. We agree there. Who do you have next game? Well, uh, Montana State, you've had a great year, but uh, give me the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. They're too dominant defensively. They have uh, had very uh, a lot of battle test games this year. So I'm I'm going with the Red Raiders. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm definitely going Texas Tech. Just on the sole fact that even though they finished third in the Big Twelve, I will say I've watched more Big Twelve basketball than anything this year. But the fact their defense is it, their defense is legitimately like you can debate this with me, whoever you want, but they definitely have one of the best defenses in the country. And yep. uh, so I'm taking Texas tech sole fact on that, but I won't count Montana state. Like I won't, I'm going to give them their credit, right? No one from Montana is going to hear this. I doubt, but they're from, from, from what I've heard, especially with John Rothstein, but then, um, I, uh, I talked with this guy at work who's, who's pretty big into college basketball. He was telling me about Montana, Montana State and how they're like in the top, I think he said 50 of, uh, for like, what was the stat? Effective field goal percentage in the country, which is pretty damn yeah. good, right? But if you, if you look into the past, like even last year with Oral Roberts, they were in that same stat line. I think they're in the top like 50 something. I think, I don't know if it's exactly 50, but definitely like higher up in the country in their field goal percentage, and then you saw the run that they had. So, but I'm still going to go Texas Tech, but Montana State, I, I could see them uh, keeping it pretty close, uh, you know, later in the game for sure. Yep. All right. So, next we have a, a pretty big one. You have uh, Tom Enzo and the Michigan State Spartans going up against uh, 
Davidson, uh, who I will say is only popular. Uh, they've, they've always been good, right? But Steph Curry's, you know, alma mater for sure. But uh, this one's pretty easy for me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Michigan State. Uh, Davidson, you know, I think when it comes to Davidson, you know, being a 10 seed going up against Michigan State and a 7 seed, Michigan State, no matter what, they can have a down year, but they're still definitely going to be probably in the top, you know, half of the bracket, right, when it comes to the March Madness. Makes it every single year. When you have Tom Izzo on the sideline, you see him yelling at his players and getting in spats with his players all the time, but every single time that player's like, I love coach. He's just coaching me. He's telling me what I got to do. It's just yeah. whatever, right? He's a player's coach, and I, it's hard to bet against Tom Izzo, especially against a team like Davidson. So I'm thinking Michigan State. Well, you could take Michigan State. I'm taking the Wildcats. Had a yeah. victory over Alabama uh, this year also. And if you look at Michigan State, they had a rough February and literally had to pull teeth, it seemed like. Just Izzo had to pull teeth just to get his team to start playing well and get his team to a position where they can get a seven seed. But I like the way Davidson has played all year. So, and it's March Madness. So give me the upset. Give me Davidson. All right. Cool. Well, Jenny, who, who we got next? Who we got coming up next? Uh, give me Duke, Paulo Brancaro, and the other five NBA players that they're going to have that start for them. Uh, it's just going to be too much for Cal State Fulton. Yeah. This isn't baseball, right? You, I, I'm not going to. This isn't baseball. Cal State for Olton, the Titans, amazing baseball program. Look at them getting into the March Madness. This is the first time I've seen Fullerton in the March Madness, which I was like, oh, crap, they got a basketball team? I thought they were going to play baseball. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no. Duke, they have like five possible first-round draft picks this year on the court at the same time. That's yep. Duke easy. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, that finishes uh, the, the West region there. So, now – we're going to be uh, going into the Sweet 16 now of the, the West region. We're going to keep going all the way down to the Final Four of, of each region there. So now we got uh, – I have Zaga and Memphis. So uh, for that, I'm definitely going to take Gonzaga. Uh, I know I was talking earlier about, um, you know, Memphis with the athleticism, stuff like that. Gonzaga with the, the, the front court of Chet Holmgren and – Drew Timmy, I think, is going to be enough for that. Drew Timmy with the experience. We saw what he did last year, you know, the, the Fu Manchu himself, right? But add Chet Holgren into that, if you've seen Chet Holgren play, you look at him, you're like, what the hell? Like, if you just saw him, you're like, what the hell? But you watch yeah. him play. Dude, this guy, he's Kevin Durant 2.0, but I don't, again, I don't remember Kevin Durant playing defense at the level he does. No, it's – yeah, this dude's it's... blocking every shot that comes near the rim. He's sitting there pulling up from the top of the key, draining it. That dude's doing alley. It's, <laughs> it's hard to stop him. So I'm easy taking Gonzaga uh, over uh, Memphis. And I got Gonzaga versus Boise State. Uh, same thing as you doing. Gonzaga's just too big, too fast, too athletic. Got better players. Uh, and it's in Portland, even though that was the reason why I picked Boise State to beat Memphis. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga, just too much. Uh, too big. So give me Gonzaga over Boise State heading to Sweet 16. Perfect. All right. Let's see. Next, uh, I have uh, UConn Vermont in that in that game. I think uh, Vermont's three point shooting is just going to take them one round. I, I take UConn uh, over Vermont uh, there. I don't think uh, 
that magic for Vermont. There's not a lot of magic in that state to begin with. You know, we have family that's from there, right? But uh, I'm just going to, we also have family from Connecticut. That's where our mother is from. So I'm going to, I'm going to take uh, Yukon. Yeah, well, I have Arkansas and Yukon here. As much as I like how Arkansas has been playing all year, um, I think I'm going to have to go UConn here because the game will be played in Buffalo. Uh, I'm banking on – I get – you can't say it's home court advantage, but crowd advantage. UConn will have it because they're in the Northeast. That's where the game's played. So, even though I think this is going to be a back-and-forth game, I think UConn does pull it out, though. Gotcha. All right, Jay, who we got next? All right, so – I have Rutgers and Texas Tech. Same here. Rutgers has a lot of grit to them. So does Texas Tech. But I'm going to go Texas Tech because, in my opinion, I think Texas Tech was more battle-tested going through the Big 12 than the Big 10 this year. Uh, Big 12 was just a gauntlet week in, week out. So give me Texas Tech. You know, and again, I'm going Texas Tech as well. But again, it's solely on their defense, right? Because I think Rutgers would be able to keep up if it was, you know, I think they'd be able to score with them, you know, at some points. But I think it's a defense that later on, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the second half, Texas Tech, I think, would definitely pull away. Mm-hmm. Gauntlet of the Big 12, I completely agree with that. Uh, Texas Tech there. Uh, next matchup I have. Michigan State, Tom Izzo versus Duke and Coach K. I will say that this is going to be if, – if this matchup happens, this is going to be probably the most politicized second-round matchup of the time, right? Because it's Tom Izzo dueling it out with Coach K one last time. I'm going to take uh, Coach K because, um, you know, you have – like I said, like we mentioned, there's five first-round draft picks, more than likely first-round draft picks for, for this year's draft. But then you have, you know, you have Paulo there, you know. This is last I can't I can never pronounce his last name. Bonchero. Brancaro. Brancaro. That's what it is. You have Brancaro who honestly is starting to get as much hype. He didn't have as much hype as Zion Williamson, but is definitely gonna be No way. <laughs> that guy, I cannot. I still can't believe it's showing how much hype that dude had. But Brancaro definitely going to be a lottery pick for sure. Uh, I think he's going to be the main difference when it comes to the scoring ability against this uh, Michigan State defense. So I'm taking the Blue Devils in that one. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. So my matchup, I picked Davidson to beat Michigan State. So I got Davidson and Duke. And I just believe with it being – in South Carolina, not far away from Duke. They'll have more fans than Davidson. And like you were uh, equating to, uh, Duke has those five in a future NBA players. So give me Duke over Davidson. Gotcha. Well, we have our uh, lead A matchup. I think we both Sweet have Sweet 16 got, matchup. Uh, oh, gosh. Dang it. Okay, no, Gonzaga and UConn. Uh, yep, we both. Yeah, okay. So I'm taking Gonzaga. Yeah, I'm not going to explain myself anymore on Gonzaga because, you know, I could talk about Holmgren and Timmy all day, but just as a whole of Gonzaga, I, I, I put them kind of in the same category as Duke when it comes to they'll be able to have depth at that point. 
But I think that's going to be a big factor between Gonzaga and my next, I guess I'll go ahead and say it, Duke, and he Elite Eight there. But I'm taking Gonzaga over UConn easy. Well, I'm taking Gonzaga over UConn. Uh, only reason why, because I think that UConn can give them a lot of trouble because of their size in their front court. They can match Drew Timmy and Chet Holgram. The only reason why is I keep going back to it, sites. This game will be played in San Francisco, California. Zags will have a crowd advantage, so give me Gonzaga. Awesome. All right, JD. Well, we got the Elite Eight matchup. We both have the uh, same one. Who do you have, Gonzaga or Duke? You mean I have – I didn't even tell you who I had one in Texas Tech and Duke. Oh, come on. You have you have Duke beating Texas Tech. Come on. Give me the Red Raiders. Wow. Okay. The reason why is because if you go back and watch all the games Duke struggled in, what happened? The team they were playing played excellent defense. Give me the Red Raiders. I think they'll lock up Paulo Brancuro and send Coach K crying to the refs on his way out as a loser. Okay. All right. Well, okay. For anyone wondering, J.D. grew up a UNC fan, and I grew up a Duke fan. As childhood, so like you could tell. No, I didn't grow up a UNC fan. Oh, stop it! He sat there, and you. I hated Duke. If if you were if you were to sit there and just gush over anybody in the entire world, it would definitely been Tyler Hansburg. All right, that was like your guy. Oh yes. No, I just like the blood dripping. Him Uh beating Duke. I don't like Duke. Okay. You You yeah. Okay. But uh, but I'm def. I'm going to take Duke. For the sole fact that, like, I understand Duke's a young team, but in the Texas Tech, I have been raving about their defense, right? But one thing I am going to take over this is coaching experience at this point. Again, it's hard for me. This is like, this is one that's 50 50 for me, but I'm taking Duke on the sole fact of I would love to see Coach K go out, you know, and at least, you know, make the Elite Eight, you know, is, you know, in his last tournament. But I understand yeah. Texas Tech has that elite defense, but this isn't a one-man show with, you know, Bonchero or anything like that. You have Wendell Moore, who's pretty much been excellent the entire year, and A.J. Griffin, who's, you know, really probably their number one three-point shooter. So yep. it's definitely not you lock down one person, you win the game. That's not how it is with Duke. They're really young. So if they don't make those rookie mistakes and they don't turn the ball over against this Texas Tech defense, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Duke. Yeah. Well, I got – so I got Gonzaga and Texas Tech, and I got Gonzaga winning. Uh, I think that their size compared to Texas Tech is a bit of a mismatch, and the game's played in San Francisco. So I got Gonzaga making the Final Four. Gotcha. Hey, I'm with you as well. I'm actually taking Gonzaga over Duke. And, and again, we, we've, we've done all the explaining on these teams, man, but – the one thing I want to point out is that Duke did beat Gonzaga by three points at the beginning. They of the did. Year. They right? did. But again, this is Duke's a young team. Gonzaga definitely, that was earlier on in the year. Chet Holmgren has definitely grown because he definitely had some like struggles starting off, but this mm-hmm. dude's turned into a monster. And I think that's going to be the biggest, uh, that's going to be the biggest difference there. And think about it. It's kind of crazy to think about Gonzaga's got Timmy and Holmgren who are both on the wooden award uh, finalists for best player in the country. You don't see that very often. But so I'm taking oh, yeah. that. But all right, JD, start us off. We got the uh, East region, starting with the one seed. 
Well, I mean, Baylor, give me the national champs. They uh, just – I'm not picking that 16. I'm sorry. Or Norfolk, dude. Like, oh, man, it sucks to have to go up against them. To be honest, yeah. I feel more bad for them than Georgia State does against, against Gonzaga. Uh, yeah. But, no, Baylor, easy for me. But um, awesome. Well, the next one's going to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You have uh, JD's uh, secret secret uh, crush there as a kid, uh, North Carolina going up against uh, Marquette. With uh, Marquette, if you don't remember, has hired the former Texas and Wichita State coach Shaka Smart as their head coach, who seems to always do really well in the tournament. Which was another reason why I was kind of iffy, you know, trying to pick this. But you saw you saw North Carolina ruin you know, Duke's, you know, Coach K's last home game at Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is not just something that happened. This this North Carolina team is very good. Yep. Um, they've had they've been up and down all season. They're 24 and 9, an eight seed, which is really low for North Carolina State. But they close out the regular season with five straight wins. You know, and I uh, and just manhandling the Blue Devils. Uh, they're they're very elite whenever it comes to rebounding. Uh, so it was still tough for me to just make a decision now, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Tar Heels. Yeah, give me the Tar Heels. Uh, I, I'm going based off of what I saw from North Carolina, like you're saying, those past five, last five games that they, yeah. in the regular season. So I think they're on a hot streak, even though they get, did get bounced in the ACC tournament, still give me the Tar Heels. I got them. All right. All righty. Um, so the next one we have is so who do you have in Wyoming and Indiana? I'm pro. I love seeing Wyoming's reaction, seeing that they got into a play. Right? It was just so cool. See, like it's Wyoming. You know, we, we've seen their football program be decent, right? But the basketball team, like, that's cool. But I, I'm taking I'm taking Indiana just on probably sheer talent. All righty. Well, I'm actually taking Indiana as well yeah. over Wyoming in the play game. So I got Indiana St. Mary's here. Man, this one's a tough one. Who? I'm think. Give me the Hoosiers. Okay. Give me the Hoosiers. Uh, I couldn't really just played in Big Ten compared to the WCC. That's why I'm going. Okay, I I feel you. I feel you. I'm going the opposite. I would have Indiana winning, but I would have St. Mary's on top of Indiana. Respect. Take it. I watched the St. Mary's team. I believe it's the Gales, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched them go toe to toe with Gonzaga until like the final like 30 seconds. Of, oh uh, no! I will say this: they are more than capable of winning this game. They have, I would say, probably one of the best defenses in the country as well. Like mm-hmm. again, this is just again. I've watched two St. Mary's games all year long, but then if you sit there and look at their notable wins and losses, they played uh, Gonzaga three times, won once, and then lost to the Pat the second two times, right? But then lost to Wisconsin by six, and then beat San Francisco. You're right, that's just a tournament team, so they have them on there. But they also beat Notre Dame by three as well. But then you guys throw in they lost to San Diego State by 10. So it seems like they're kind of streaky at some points. Uh, but just for the sole fact, they're in a tournament. 
five seed. They kind of have something to prove, uh, especially losing that close game to, to Gonzaga. I'm going to take St. Mary's. All righty. So next we have the four seed UCLA Bruins going up against the 13 seed, the Akron Zaps out of Ohio. And uh, I think uh, UCLA is a four seed. But I'm going to say you better watch out for them and make a run like they did last year because they're, they're, they're a very sneaky team this year. Again, they're a four seed, not like what they were last year. Uh, but you still have a lot of those retor- uh, returning players back, right? And mm-hmm. I think a big one is Johnny Juzang. And I think, you know, he was the leader of that team last year. He's come back and definitely hasn't gone, hasn't digressed any. If anything, he's probably, you know, progressed a little bit. And I think you say it's uh, UCLA size is going to be a big advantage against uh, against uh, uh, Akron there for sure. So. Uh, yep. It's not like it's not like LeBron James is playing for him though. So, <laughs> well, uh, I got UCLA as well. The magical run they made last year, having majority of the team back, give me UCLA. Sure. All right, Jay. All right, Texas and Virginia Tech. Give me the Hokies. Reason why is because I can't figure out this Texas team. I cannot figure out for the love life of me what team is going to show up. And I'm going to take a team who just won the ACC tournament over Duke mm-hmm. and is really hot right now. So give me Virginia Tech. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm doing the horns down. Hokies, and I agree. I think the big thing there is because Virginia Tech is coming off that ACC championship win again over over duke which is definitely going to get them you know like that gives them the confidence they need they're playing freaking texas who do they have to to beat like this is a team texas is that if you look at their notable results right here right a lot of them are losses right mm-hmm. to these tournament teams lost to gonzaga by 12 uh split two games with kansas all right lost to baylor twice lost to texas tech twice beat tennessee by one win to win right but lost to seton hall and then it says Oklahoma, but they got cheated out of this tournament anyway. But uh, they definitely at least probably needed to be on in the tournament at some point. But I'm going with riding on the momentum. Definitely give me Virginia Tech. All righty. The next one we have is Purdue and Yale. Hmm. This is interesting. Because I've watched that Ivy League championship. And I have some thoughts, but this is you, man. You go first. I release my league. I don't care. Give me the Boilermakers. Okay. Hey, no, I, I feel you. You know, uh, Purdue, it's crazy. I, I love how Purdue has definitely become a, a prominent, you know, basketball team uh, as of late, right? But you have Yale. And I was watching that that, that game against Princeton. Incredible game, right? Except game-winning shot. It was, it was awesome. Um, but they do have a senior. That scored over a thousand points the past two seasons, uh, and Azar Swain kind of giving me giving me some upset vibes. But I, I'm going to take Purdue, but I would not be surpri- uh, surprised if uh, if Yale pulls out an upset for sure. All righty. All right. But next uh, we got uh, another interesting matchup, right? Uh, Murray State versus San Francisco. But uh, one one funny thing I thought was here I was listening to the Oklahoma City Thunder game on the radio on my drive home. And John Morant, because they're playing the, the Grizzlies, and John Morant told a reporter 
like, hey, who do you think is going to win the uh, the national championship? And John Romant said, uh, I think it's going to be Murray State. And apparently that wasn't like an actual joke. He was 100% serious. But if you look at Murray State, they're 30 and two on the year, right? They're on a 20 game win streak and they've got an amazing, like, what do you want to call it? Like one, two combo, whatever. They got a six foot 10 guy in KJ Williams. Uh, then they have a, then they have a guard six foot five and Tevin Brown, who I think it's like around like 34 and a half or 35 points a game of those two. And they mm-hmm. were same class. So they've been with each other for the past couple of years. So I'm definitely going to take Murray State in this. But San Francisco, you know, as, as I've heard, because I've listened to so many podcasts and radio shows, are equally talented as, uh, as the, the racers there. But I, I'm, I'm going to take Murray State in this one. Uh, definitely going Murray State here. From stuff I've listened to, San Francisco shouldn't have even made the tournament. Yeah. Um, so – 30 and two. I mean, that that's hard to do. So give me Murray state for sure. All right. Last game of this uh, region. Give me Kentucky. Easy here. I'm going to Kentucky. I think Kentucky is going to be able to make a very long run in this tournament. This mm-hmm. isn't a typical uh, Calipari team. You know, I think they definitely got athleticism. They're able to score, play great defense. So I'm taking Kentucky. So, all right. Let's see here. So we got second round um, in the East bracket. So JD, I have, let's see here. I have Baylor versus North Carolina. All right. So again, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, right? I think it'll be pretty close first half, but I think Baylor pulls away in the second round. What's got me questioning this pick, because uh, I'm leaning Baylor because it is played in Fort Worth. What's worrying me is the health of Baylor. Are they fully healthy when they meet North Carolina? So with that question being asked, um, give me... Give me Baylor. Okay. Just because it's played in Fort Worth, the, it's, it's yeah, an hour, give me it's an hour and a half away. Yeah, uh, I was very close to saying North Carolina, but give me Baylor just because they are a one seed. They've had they've grind through the Big Twelve this year, and if you can grind that, not fully grind through that, and not be fully healthy. I believe that you can make it to the Sweet 16. So give me Baylor. All right. The next round, I have UCLA and Indiana. And with the run that UCLA made last year, uh, give me UCLA. I think they're going to be too much for Indiana. Okay. We have completely different teams on this one. I have Virginia Tech and Purdue. All right, and this one I'm going to take wrong, a wrong game, doing wrong game. What are you talking about? Oh wait, got, already because I already wrote down St. Thomas Mary over UCLA in that one. Sorry, oh. I, went, I went to the next one. I went to the next so one. So you took, down. That's how confident I am. So I you think, think the Gales can make this run? But I'm taking the Gales because okay, again, this might just be the whole analysis by paralysis crap that you know I'm taught in my job, but. Seeing the St. Mary's team and the way they played against UCLA, 
I think they could play with pretty much anybody in this tournament. UCLA, UCLA the, the crazy fact about them is they only have one person in their lineup, one starter who comes in under six foot seven. So they have the length, right? But if St. Mary's can sit there and hit those three pointers with Kyle uh, Bowen and Alex Dukas, I don't see anyone stopping them. Oh, I don't see UCLA stopping them. So they don't have to go in. They make their shots. I'm taking I'm taking a risk with the Gales on this one. All right, you gotta take risks. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. You know what I mean? I do. All right, guys. So now we have Virginia Tech and Purdue. All right. So this one I'm taking the Boilermakers uh, because, to be honest, I just feel like Purdue they, they definitely have that that flash about them at some points. Like Purdue is not a flashy school, right? In any aspect of sports, you know they are academic wise right engineering stuff like that but i really like this purdue defense you mentioned a team earlier has got grit i think this purdue team the past couple years definitely has that grit and they're definitely one of the top ranked offenses in the nation um i Mm -hmm. think they're gonna make a deep run uh possibly we'll see what we got in the next round but with Jaden ivy uh i think he's gonna lead the way especially past uh, yeah well i don't know how many players on botech who are over seven foot who are over seven foot but uh Edie the center from Purdue I've literally I've watched the games this year and uh they just literally drive the paint throw it up and Edie does a little hot scotch jump and grabs it and just dunks it because he's so tall I don't know if anybody on yet on uh, Virginia Tech would actually be able to stop that so give me Purdue See who you got in the next one. Murray State in Kentucky. Crazy part about this is what's got me questioning Kentucky is the fact that Murray State being in Kentucky, are these boys fired up, as fired up as Murray State guys are to play them because this is this would be Murray State Super Bowl right here. You're playing the top considered the top team basketball college basketball team in Kentucky. You want to put on a show. <sighs> Man, Kentucky or Murray State. Give me the Wildcats just because there, I believe they'll be more talented and more battle tested playing through the SEC. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm calling maybe a buzzer beater, but give me the Wildcats to surpass. Yeah, into the Sweet 16. I'm right there with you. I'm taking Kentucky. You know, and again, this is more on the coaching aspect of it. But again, I think Kentucky is definitely more talented. Murray State's going to be coming in there with a lot of fear, a lot of fire, a lot of passion. You know, um, I guess fury might be the right word too. But like they're going to come in there, they're going to be feisty, right? They're a feisty team. They mm-hmm. sit there on a twenty-game win streak. I don't care what conference you play in. That's freaking impressive. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take Kentucky in this one for sure. So uh, now we're in the Sweet Sixteen. All right. So I have Baylor and Saint Thomas Mary, but unfortunately, this is when the Gales uh, Cinderella run. Comes to an end. I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but it's definitely not going to be super close. So I'm taking Baylor. 
And I have Baylor and UCLA. Like I mentioned against Baylor, North Carolina, Baylor's health is a worry to me. So I'm going to keep riding the magic from last season. Give me the Bruins to upset the Baylor Bears and go to the Elite Eight. Wow. Okay, he's taking the chances. And that's one I can definitely respect and actually see happening. So kudos to you on that one for sure. Um, All right, next. All right, so in the Elite Eight matchup, I have Purdue and Kentucky. Give me the Boilermakers because I believe that they have the size to match up with Kentucky, can score with them, and the game is played in Pennsylvania. I believe that Purdue will have a crowd advantage over Kentucky. Yep. So give me the Boilermakers. You know, once we get this far into the tournament, I'm starting to think that the crowd isn't that big of a factor at some points. Um, Sweet 16, yeah, but like the first round, I'm like, oh, for sure, right? Second, you know, Sweet 16, like that second round, the you know, we're third weekend in there. See, this is a tough one, but I, I'm going to say that the fact that this is John Calipari is like one of his first teams to actually have upperclassmen in the starting lineup, like majority of them. You see what happens yeah. when you don't try this one and done crap? You know, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't get an Anthony Davis every single year, right? So uh, I'm going to take Kentucky on this just on the sole fact of they're not excellent in any, like, one spot, you know, on the court. But I think they're really good at attacking the board and getting second chance uh, rebounds. So I'm going to go with Kentucky on that. All righty. Right. Um, I got Purdue and UCLA. I think Purdue's size is too much for UCLA so the magic runs out for UCLA give me the Boilermakers all right cool so Jay lead eight we got Purdue versus Baylor correct no I just told you I got Purdue beating UCLA to go to the final four okay so you got Purdue beating UCLA that's right you had UCLA okay so I'm typical one and two final four Baylor, Kentucky. Um, Baylor, they haven't seemed to really skip a beat, really, when they, they lost like one of their star players, like the center. I'm not even trying to pronounce his name, right? But, you know, they, they have, what, like three players that score double digits every single game. Um, I feel like they have a lot more grit, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kentucky because I don't know I just feel Baylor I feel like they probably have the size Kentucky probably has the athleticism you know what screw it I'm not seeing I'm not sending a one seed uh there so I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Kentucky I'm, I'm gonna have them run up against Gonzaga in the final four all righty I, th- I think this Calipari team that actually has experience has a shot right Mm-hmm. So if he could do that with a team full of, you know, Anthony Davises and stuff like that, great. Anyone can do that. But I'm hearing a lot of good stuff. On this show, so. Yeah. So. All right. Got the South region now. All right. You uh, taking the 16-1 here, Don? Uh, I'm taking the one. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Even though I think Bryant beats Wright State because Bryant has a score in the nation. 
Yeah. But Arizona's just going to be way too much. Yeah, see, like this isn't the Oral Roberts of last year with Max Abmus, right, with him being the leading scorer in the nation and him going on a rampage and blowing up, right? But Mm -hmm. this isn't that. This is is an Arizona team that's 31-3. and Um, I think, you know, they literally came back against UCLA in that actual championship. Definitely feeling Mm -hmm. themselves a little bit. Gonna be in beautiful San Diego. I'm taking. Yeah, and I'm taking Arizona as well. (laughs) Uh, All right. So the next matchup is Seton Hall and TCU. I had a great season, Seton Hall, but give me the the Horn Frogs here. Is it because they're in the Big Twelve? Is that why? Yeah, they've had. It's just they seem to step up when it's a huge game they the the storm chasers from barstool sports when they showed up they beat kansas so give me the (laughs) i'm taking the horn frogs here okay all right i'm gonna take seaton hall all right i'm gonna take seaton hall um just because yeah tcu beat kansas later in the season you know that's a big deal right but seaton hall with from, from what I've been hearing, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, I've never watched a Seton Hall game, but from what I've been hearing, that they have a tremendous front court. But with, but with that, they actually have the depth. Like, they have people rotating in fresh legs. I'm not sure TCU will be able to do that. TCU, of course, they probably one of the best defensive teams, probably top three in the Big 12. I'm going to go with uh, Seton Hall on this because offense wins games. And, you know, I think uh, the rebounding is really going to – them apart as well getting second chance uh, shots there so i'm gonna yep. go seat hall so next we got a really interesting one all right so we have kelvin sampson the head coach of leading the houston cougars up against the 12 seed uab dragons all right so this is a very interesting one to me and i'm thinking at this as well this is a 9 20 p.m eastern game it's a little bit later, right? I'm, I'm taking that into consideration, right? Houston, solid, solid bunch. Um, you know, they freaking went to Final Four last year. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take Houston going over UAB, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Well, Give me Jelly Walker in the UAB Blazers, baby. I knew you were going. I knew you were going for the guy with the name Jelly. You kidding me? Uh, no, I'm. I am going UAB though. <laughs> Jelly Walker, he absolutely crushed my heart on Saturday night when he took mm-hmm. out my Bulldogs in the Conference USA Championship game. Uh, the guy is unreal. Has Steph Curry range, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of grit to him. And I think it's going to be too much for Samson and the Cougars. So give me UAB. All right. Cool. Well, um, JD, who we got in this four versus 13 seed? I'm tempted to take Chattanooga, but I think that Kofi Cockburn and Illinois is just too big, too athletic. Give me Illinois. Oh, yeah. I think Kofi Cockburn is going to just straight up. He's going to be the star of the tournament, I think. I think he's going to be one of the guys that his name blows up. He's going to go really high in the draft uh, because of this tournament. Because mm-hmm. if you look, like he's going to be playing Chattanooga. Definitely get a good stat line there. Uh, but I have him up against Houston, 
If he does well against Houston, I think that's when he's going to blow up for sure. But uh, I'm taking them. All right. So next we got the six and 11 seed. We have Colorado State, the six seed going up against the 11 seed. And Jawana Howard and his left hook and all coming back for the tournament. All right. So um, Colorado State, six seed, 25 and five. You know, I think. You know, the Rams, correct me if I'm wrong, Mountain West Conference. Correct, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming out of the Mountain West, I, I, the Mountain West has been probably one of the most entertaining conferences this year. Uh, I think they have like four different teams in the tournament. So you know mm-hmm. they've been playing some good competition. But Jawan Howard and the talent that Michigan's got, I'm going to take the Wolverines. Yeah. Uh... Colorado State ain't going to be able to take the left hook from Jawan Howard on the sole fact that they they are zero and zero against top twenty five teams this year. So give me Michigan. Exactly. All right. And the next, next one, um, actually, it's Tennessee and Longwood. I'm going to go Tennessee. I love the way they finished out. I love the way they've been playing here the past couple of months in the SEC because the SEC, in my opinion, was the second best conference in college basketball this year behind the big 12 so give me give me the volunteers all right i'm going tennessee as well uh to be honest never heard of longwood but uh they will not last long in this tournament uh tennessee great scoring team uh saw what they did to the red hot uh texas a&m championship i'm gonna take i'm gonna take tennessee so all right next we have number seven ohio state against Sister Jean and America's sweetheart, Loyola, Chicago. Uh, I don't think – I think without uh, Porter Moser, I, I don't think they're going to go uh, as far as <laughs> Loyola, Chicago used to. Uh, so I, I'm going to take the Buckeyes in this one because uh, I, I just don't see them being as – I don't want to say competitive, right? But we've we both seen what this Porter Moser can do. At Oklahoma, with with just a coaching standpoint, and you know, being the leader of a team, I don't know even who the head coach is there. I'm not sure. Sister Jean, she at least she gets to make it, you know, out there, you know, for around 64 to Pittsburgh. But give me uh, Ohio State. Give me Sister Jean. Oh, and the God. Ramblers. I I I think that, right. that I mean they went 25 and seven without Porter. Okay. Uh, Ohio State really hasn't shown me a lot this year. Yeah. I mean, they beat Duke, but. Beat Duke, would... lost to Purdue by three, beat, beat Illinois by three, uh, split with Wisconsin, split with I Michigan. just, I, I'm not Michigan sold State by It's just something about them. I'm not sold on them. So, okay. I'm going you. with the Ramblers. Give me an upset here. Well, you see Ohio, you see Ohio State at a seven seed at 19-11. I get it. I do. Yeah. Because it's not showing their losses, right? Who they lose to, they've been beating these teams. But, you know, I'm with you on that. But uh, let's see. So, who we got next, Shitty? All right. We're into the uh, second round, round of 32. Did you pick Nova? Yeah, I picked Nova. My bad. Okay. 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 So, I'm not the only one forgetting things. Perfect. Nova, my bad. I, not, I, we get excited. We get excited. I straight up. We'll skip past that. I have yeah. I have Nova over uh, the Fighting Blue Hens as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so uh, yeah, just go on to the the uh, second round there. I have Arizona versus TCU, and I'm gonna go Arizona here. I think that they are just 
firing on all cylinders right now. I think that they're going to be way too athletic for TCU. So give me the Wildcats. Okay. I have uh, Arizona. I got to change that. I have Zaga and Zona both on my thing. And I, I, I was about to say Gonzaga. So uh, I have Arizona and Seton Hall. Uh, easy Arizona in this one. I think Arizona is definitely one of the top teams in the country for a reason. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take Seton Hall. I'm sorry, Arizona over Seton Hall uh, at that point. But next, we have an interesting one. So I have Houston versus Illinois. All right, so we have Arizona, probably the most one of the most consistent teams in the country this year, besides Gonzaga, who plays in the you know WCC. But dude, I'm really feeling this this Big Ten team you know, with Coffee Cochran on there. But then you also have. Alfonso Plummer, you know, uh, th- just the fact that, you know, Cockburn has 21 points and 10.6 rebounds this season. I think he's going to be a nightmare uh, for Arizona. And I think he's going to, again, I- I'm taking, I'm taking the four seed over the one. Give me, give me the fight in the line. Yeah. I got Illinois and UAB. Uh, I, I went with Jelly Walker and the Blazers, the first matchup, but I think coffee Cockburn. Cockburn and uh, Illinois is just going to be way too much for UAB to handle. So give me that. Oh my gosh. I freaking love this so much. I just realized I just skipped past the freaking, you know, lead, uh, the freaking sweet 16 matchup. That's how excited I am about Illinois. Uh, yep. Oh my uh, gosh. And the next matchup, I got the Michigan Wolverines and the Tennessee Volunteers. Same here. Same game. All right. I'm going to go Tennessee here because Michigan, like, it took them a while to wake up. They're very talented, but I like the way Tennessee is firing on all cylinders right now. Give me the volunteers. Okay. You know, I think I'm going to go with you. The, the, only, the only problem I have with Tennessee is the reliance on the three-point shot because it's very guard-heavy offense. They, they kind of struggle with being consistent a little bit. You know, we didn't see that in the SEC tournament, right, because they were on fire. But is that going to carry on, especially this far in with the athletes that Michigan basketball brings in every year? I don't know, but their defense is, is pretty, it's pretty high up there. So I'm going to stick with Tennessee, but this is not a confident pick. Uh, over yeah. Michigan, for sure. But next one, we have Ohio State versus the two seed Villanova Wildcats. Um, I think this one is going to be. I just feel like Villanova, like they're twenty six and seven, coming out of the Big East, but they lost to Baylor by twenty one, lost to UCLA by nine, lost to Purdue, lost to UConn once, lost to Marquette twice. I understand you play these teams, you know, but losing twice there, just like every single Jay Wright team, they're great at defense and great at free throws. Just, I just really, they can't get in foul trouble with Ohio State. But I'm going to take Villanova just on the sheer fact of the experience of Jay Wright and, you know, Villanova being there before, right? So I'm going to take Villanova, but just like the Michigan-Tennessee game, I'm not confident. Yep. Well, I got Villanova, Loyal Chicago, Villanova. 
too much uh, experience for Loyal Chicago for me, so give me Villanova. All right. Sweet 16. Let's see, Jay, who do you got? All right, I got Arizona and Illinois. Man, this one has me scratching my head. Because <sighs> these two played earlier this year. And Arizona went to Champaign and won by four. Hard to be a team twice. Give me the ally. There we go. Dude, thank you. See, this is why I freaking love it. You have these, you know, tough matchups. Like, again, like Arizona, Illinois, this is probably my hardest pick out of the entire tournament because I'm huge on Cockburn, right? But just this, this – I know I've mentioned multiple times the, the fact that Arizona is so consistent. They're very young, but they're very efficient. And it would be cool to see Arizona make it because you haven't really seen them do too much the whole, you know, DeAndre Eaton, you know, stuff going on. But, man, I don't know. I just feel good about Illinois, right? I just – I really like the the fire that they, they seem to have. They have that four seed. They A lot of people think they might – should have been ranked a little higher, you know, seeded-wise. So, maybe they have a little chip on their shoulder. But next one, I have Tennessee versus Villanova. And Same I'm a, here. I'm, I'm taking the volunteers. I'm taking the volunteers – uh, on the sole fact of they are on that run when the SEC I mentioned that a couple of times, but I think um, their ability to first uh, force turnovers, being really aggressive uh, on defense, especially early on in the in the game, I think that you know Villanova is pretty good at coming back, but if Tennessee can keep their uh, keep their foot on the pedal, I can see them making burns. So I'm taking uh, I'm taking Tennessee. Well. I'm going to take Villanova on the sole fact that you say that Tennessee will turn Villanova over. Is that what you said? I'm saying that that's what they've done. I'm saying if they can get the ball turned over, I'm not sure if they well, will because this, this uh, Jay Williams is definitely one of the top coaches in the country. Jay and Wright's team at Villanova uh, is – I mean Jay Wright. The, Jay Wright's team at Villanova does not make mistakes. They're the best free throw shooting team in the tournament. And just so happens to be they beat Tennessee this year by 18 already. So give me the Wildcats. Binge tour, baby. That's what March this is what March is all about. Getting crazy. Let's, let's, get, let's get crazy, Jay. All right. Yep. But, uh, Elite Eight. Uh, let's see. I'll just go ahead. I, I have Illinois, Tennessee uh, here. And uh, I'm going to take uh, the volunteers, the Illini, Cinderella story. If that's what a four seed could be, it's going to end. I have uh, I have Tennessee making it all the way to the final. Well, I got Villanova and Illinois. I'm going to take Nova on the sole fact of they take care of the ball. They shoot free throws really well, and they don't make mistakes. So give me Villanova. I love Coffee Cockburn, but he – it's just about Villanova being able to build pressure, see the moment, and execute. Yeah. All right. Last region, Midwest. I'll go ahead and start this one off. We have the 1C Kansas coming up against Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders, or Texas Southern. Do we even have to talk about this one? No. Okay. Awesome. We're both taking Kansas. Jenny, who we got next? 
I am actually going to go with the Creighton Blue Jays here as they're taking on San Diego State. I believe that they're more battle-tested being played in the Big East compared to San Diego State in the WCC. So I I just think that they're more battle-tested. They've beaten Villanova. They beat UConn twice. So they beat Marquette three times. Uh, give me the, give me Creighton. Gotcha. All right. And uh, so I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays as well. Um, and a big, big part of that is just because every single Craig McDermott team seems to be a rebounding machine. And just, they, they always seem to have these huge big men down low. And I think that's definitely what you need to get through this first round, San Diego State. Sorry about you, but I'm taking Creighton. All right. So, yeah. Next, we have, let's see, five-seed Iowa versus the 12-seed Richmond Spiders. So uh, this one's going to be pretty easy for me. I'm going to take Iowa, and uh, Iowa's going to be my, uh, my sleeper team in this tournament because I think one thing about them is that they are, I would say, probably the top five hottest teams in the country right now, playing very well. Um, but Keegan Murray is probably going to be one of the biggest problems in this tournament. Averaging mm-hmm. 23, uh, almost a 23 and a half points a game. So I'm taking Iowa. Give me Keegan Murray and Iowa. All right. CJD, who do you have in this one? All righty. We got South Dakota State and Providence. Providence, man, they, uh, they are they're a problem. 25 and 5. They beat Texas Tech, beat UConn, beat Wisconsin, beat Xavier twice. Very gritty. But give me the Jackrabbits. I'm going South Dakota State. Bro, I low-key thought you were about to go Providence. I was about to call you a jackass for not taking the Jackrabbits. Like, that was ready to go on that one because I'm with you. It's, again, just just 30 and 4 went undefeated in conference play. Give me the Jackrabbits. It's the same reason I'm taking them like I did Murray State. Is They own the longest win streak. Murray State's at 20. They're at 21, and they play in the same conference as uh, Oral Roberts here in Tulsa. And they're, that's why they're the 13th seed. But that should not be a reason you should not pick South Dakota State because mm-hmm. they are probably – they have – if I had to – I think they're in like top five uh, – top five highest scoring offense in the country. So the team they – are, they are so accurate on the three-point shot, like the best three-point shot. Uh, three-point scoring team in the country you have Baylor Shearman and then Charlie Eastley uh, to be honest the only person I've actually heard of on this team is Baylor and that's just I remember that from just because his name is so unique but undefeated this team when leading at halftime so they definitely know how to run with a run with the lead especially after a little bit of a, a rest there so they're very high scoring so I think I think they might be a problem we just got to see where they land but yep. uh, awesome. So now we have a pretty interesting one. We have the number six LSU Tigers who uh, can't seem to hit a jump shot. Somehow the six seed going up against the 11 seed Iowa State Cyclones um, who got in at an 11 seed there. So this one's going to be a little hard for me because to be honest, I, I've, I've watched both of these teams several times this year, but I wasn't impressed really with either of them. Uh, LSU is very young, uh, probably one of the most least experienced teams, if, if I had to guess. Um, 
know. I, I don't know. This is just me picking, but I, I'm picking Iowa State. Um, give me Iowa State. Uh, if you lose your coach before the tournament even starts, mm-hmm. uh, that's a problem in my eyes. So give me Iowa State or LSU. Sure. All right. Let's see, we got Wisconsin, Colgate. Uh, uh, the badges, Johnny Davis, and yeah. the game is played in Milwaukee. Give me Wisconsin. Yeah, easy. I'm taking Wisconsin too. Let's just move on from there. Uh, so next we have uh, the number seven USC Trojans going up against 10 seed Miami Hurricanes, baby. So always liked Miami. I've always uh, I've always been a big fan of Miami. Now I'm not a big fan of USC. You know, we're not getting into that. Uh, that's uh, that's for the fall. But split split with Duke this year. Uh, beat the shit out of North Carolina State by 28 points. Uh, I think this is a very uh, good Miami team. Respect to USC and Isaiah Mobley. But I don't think they're Hurricanes on this one. East Coast, UC traveling all the way to the East Coast, Miami, kind of just going right up the coast there. I'm, I'm going to go with Miami. That's the main reason why I'm picking Miami to win this game is the location because it's pretty much a toss-up to me. So give me Miami over USC. Perfect. All right, Jake. Last first round Auburn. game. Easy. Auburn. That's it. All right. Cool. Now we're going up. We have, I have in this uh, second round here, Kansas versus Creighton. I have and that as well. That's pretty easy for me there. Uh, you know, love Creighton, but uh, I don't see them getting past. Uh, I don't see them getting past. Creighton. Yeah, I got, I got Creighton winning as well. I mean, uh, Kansas. Well, my bad. Say, oh, my bad. My bad. I got Kansas okay. winning. Perfect. All right. Um, well, yeah. Who do you got next? Call me crazy. Crazy son of a bitch. Give me the Jackrabbits. I'm taking them to upset Keegan Murray and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Give me South Dakota State. Buddy, I I understand going crazy in March, right? But that's dude, I'm not gonna lie. I was always been one of the one of the better teams in our tournament every single year. So I'm taking the Hawkeyes in this one. Like, Were you saying that might, whenever Northwestern close. State beat them on a buzzer beater? And how long ago was that? We were – we weren't even 10. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I still remember that game, though. I was freaking out uh, on that. But, uh, but yeah, um, I'm taking Iowa in there. I think, you know, South Dakota State, I, I just think they're actually going to get locked up a little bit playing Big Ten you know, defense. I don't see that mm-hmm. going very well for them. So, I'm going to take Iowa in that. Uh, next, I have Iowa State versus Wisconsin, which would be a freaking battle in football. But I'm taking the Badgers uh, easily in basketball. Yeah, I got Iowa State, Wisconsin as well. Give me the Badgers. It's played in Milwaukee. They'll have a huge crowd advantage. And, yeah, I'm taking the Badgers. All right, let's see here. Who do you got uh, in this matchup? Give me Kansas. I think after a week well, of hold on. Let's preparing, go back. Let's go back. Uh, who do you have? Uh, do you have Miami Auburn? Oh, I got can't. I got oh, uh, Miami Auburn. My bad. Um, I take. I'm taking Auburn to beat Miami. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, with for Auburn there, I think uh, Jabari Smith definitely going to be the biggest uh, yeah. difference maker in that. Miami beat USC. USC is not Auburn. I'm taking Auburn. So 
All right. Well, it seems like uh, you, you kind of answered your other one. So yeah. So um, I had Kansas State, State, or I got Kansas, South Dakota State. My bad. Uh, in the Sweet Sixteen matchup, uh, give me Kansas. I think they'll be too talented, too uh, too much for South Dakota. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, Kansas going up against Iowa. You know, I think is definitely going to going to be a, a very good game. I think it might be one of the games of the tournament. Uh, but if I had to guess, um, you know, <laughs> give me, give me Iowa, give me Iowa. I'm taking the Hawkeyes over Kansas. Kansas All right. This doesn't. Just, I feel like Kansas. Like, yeah, they're always a great team. They have great talent, right? But they always choke it. They do, and that's and that's the thing is, I, I just don't see them with you know. Yeah, you have. Uh, what's his name? Abaji a, a or something like that. Abaji there, who's definitely, you know, leads a team of scoring, three point three point percentage, all that. But as a team, I'm going to take Iowa. I, I feel I feel like they're a little bit more of a cohesive unit in that, in that area. Yep. Um, so next we have I have Wisconsin and the Auburn Tigers. Uh, I have the in, same thing. Sorry, Big Cat. I'm, I'm going Auburn and Forrestville. Well, the disrespect you show to Wisconsin when they're playing in Chicago against Auburn. Give me the Badgers. Well, hey, man. Like, like I said earlier, I, I think once you get into, like, the Elite Eight, I don't think the play matters. I think this is where the, this is where the men definitely separate from the boys at this point. And I think uh, Auburn, Bruce, Bruce Pearl – you know, being that coach, I think that definitely moves away there. But all right. Let's see, JD, who do you have for your elite eight? I have Kansas versus Wisconsin. Okay. Give me Johnny Davis and the badges, baby. Okay. He's going with Wisconsin. All right. Holy crap. All right. Man, you got Wisconsin going a long way. You really must want Big Cat to follow you or something. But all right. <laughs> um, guys, we've we've made it. We are, we are going to make it to the final four. Um, but before that, I have the Iowa Hawkeyes going up against the Auburn Tigers. And uh, I can't believe this is happening. But it just means more. I'm going to have three SEC teams in the final four. Give me Auburn up against Tennessee. I'm just kidding. So I have Gonzaga, so, Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn in my final four. And I have Gonzaga, Purdue, Villanova, Wisconsin in mine. All right, JD. Here we go. This is it. This is where we find out. Uh, really, is Gonzaga going to get over this hump? Are they going to win a freaking national championship? Or are they going to lose a third national championship in what, like, what is it, four years, five years, something like that? Um, let's start with uh, – let's start with the um, – the West and East champion. Uh, who do you, who do you have? I have Gonzaga and Purdue going at it, in in the first matchup. I think Purdue's got the size to match up with Chet Holgram and Drew Timmy, and they could shoot the ball just as well. Give me give me the Boilermakers. Okay. All right. So I have Gonzaga versus Kentucky. And this is this is where a lot of my explanation of that combo Chet Holmgren and Drew Timmer are going to 
right? But the fact that I'm really big on turnovers, which everyone should be if they're actually looking into this, right? Instead of just, you know, have, having a good time, which this is like the best time of the year for me, right? But for me to, to pick you to go this far, you're going to have to be able to force turnovers. You're also going to have to control the boards, which I know for a fact that they can do with Holmgren and Timmy for sure. I'm going to take Gonzaga, but I would not be shocked if this is like another Jalen Suggs moment where it's a final final second game where you know, Gonzaga hits a shot or you know, Kentucky misses a last second shot. It's going to be a very close game. I'm taking Gonzaga. All right. Alrighty. So we got the South champion Tennessee Volunteers up against the Midwest champion, the Auburn Tigers. Um, <laughs> this one's tough for me. I think Bruce Pearl going up against his former team, right, at Tennessee. That's uh, that that's going to be an interesting matchup as well. Great storyline that ESPN and everyone will run with for sure. But Vescovi and Chandler for Tennessee, that that, that those guards – they really have to rely on that three-point shot. But with Auburn looking, you know, you know, with the future NBA lottery pick, you know, Jabari Smith, right, could be top five, whatever. That dude is a freaking stud. And I think the fact that they couldn't get past the SEC championship, you know, they couldn't get through that tournament, kind of worries me a little bit. Maybe Bruce Pearl kicks him in the ass and gets him into another gear. But – they're, they're able to force, uh, force turnovers, but they are kind of lacking experience compared to Tennessee. But the fact that I think Tennessee has to rely on a three-point game this long, pretty much a whole month, you know, if you think about it, I'm, I'm going to take, take Auburn facing Gonzaga in the national championship. All righty. So you got Auburn, Gonzaga. I got Purdue, Villanova. Why do I do this every freaking year? Why do I always have Gonzaga in the championship? They always let me down. Except last year, holy crap, was I pissed watching that Baylor game, watching them just spank Gonzaga the way they did. Mm -hmm. But it's going to work one day. Give me me the Bulldogs. Freaking. Well, I didn't tell you why. is going to get them past the hump. If he can't get them past the hump, a seven-foot, you know, whatever guy that can play center, power forward, but also shooting guard, you know, freaking small forward, but also has the handles of an actual guard. If he can't get him and then past the hump, I, I don't know what's going to get Mark Fuse for his championship. So I'm putting all my dice in on Chet Holmgren, the freaking freshman, being there with Drew Timmy. Like, I, I don't see, I don't see how else they won't win a championship if they don't. Yeah. Um, all right. So I had, I forgot to say, I had Villanova beating uh, beating Wisconsin in the Final Four to face Purdue. Uh, I think Villanova's the way they take care of the ball. And I just think they'll outlast Wisconsin. But. For my national championship pick, Villanova just – they're too careful of what they do. Ooh, wow, you're taking Jay Wright? Again. So, I'm taking Jay Wright to win the national championship over wow. Purdue. Wow. 
Okay. You have Purdue versus Villanova. See, that's the pick you got to do if you're going to win brackets, to be honest. You can't do the crap that I just did and pick Tricky Gonzaga to beat Auburn again. But, man, dude, it's freaking here. March of Madness is here. All right, Let's guys. go. Just a reminder, do not forget to join our tournament challenge. I'm going to post it again. We did say it was going to be a $50 Fanatics gift card, but we're going to we're gonna bump it up to $100 because – Yes, sir. What is it, JD? What time is it right now? This it's March Madness. March, baby. So $100 Fanatic gift card on the line. Um, so go ahead, get your picks in. Game start. Playing game start get on the, the 15th, picks right? In. Yeah, start the 15th and 16th. And then the first round starts on the 17th. Get those picks in. And dude, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Can't to see wait. It. Can't wait can't to see wait. some third grader, you know, have a perfect bracket going into the Sweet 16 because he likes the colors and all those freaking storylines that come. And honestly, it'll probably be my wife. Yeah, because right. she which, somehow which she wins fancy right? football. She she does great March Madness brackets. I I don't understand it. It's because they don't overthink it like us because we're idiots. I know. Right? That's what I tell I everybody. Everyone about working. I'm like, hey, you want to play? They're like. Oh, I don't know much about basketball. And I'm like, trust me, the people who do the best have no idea what they're doing. Like, to be honest. So yeah. last year, I think Jessica had like 60% uh, right on her bracket. And she literally just picked what mascot she thought. Chrissy was. finished 95 percentile last year, picking colors and mascots. Yeah, so. like 60% correct just off mascots. You can't go wrong. But anyway, guys, March is here. Um you know, me and Jay will have a podcast. I would say probably coming up around Sweet 16, something like that. You know, we'll we'll just have fun watching it. We'll do the uh, second chance bracket when yeah. when it comes yeah. around. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. But then, uh, you know, it's our birthday weekend, so we always have a good time watching. Uh, yes, watching. sir. I'm taking Thursday off of work just to watch that first uh, first day of uh, of of basketball. It's, this is the best time of the year. You guys have no idea how much how much we love this. How much we love doing this as well oh, yes uh, dude it's i know i said it's the first time we started this back up but dude i've missed this so much but anyway guys thanks for listening join our tournament challenge uh, it's gonna be on our twitter it's gonna be on our tiktok it's gonna be on everything all right guys so other than that we are good to go i'm dylan marsh that's jd marsh it's march y'all holy crap it's here let's go